You're listening to Impact Bound. And now, this is Impact Bound. Well, welcome to Impact Bound, the podcast of the Impact Trade Show, the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store Trade Show, coming back to Indianapolis this spring, April 4th through the 6th of 2023, as we start the 21st year of Impact. And in the studio today, we have some special guests from Zinc Food Service Group. Uh, with us today are Matt Swift and Josh Mailing. They have been longtime exhibitors at Impact, and we are very pleased to talk with them today about uh, looking at preparing for the show from an exhibitor's point of view. Gentlemen, welcome, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Happy to be here, Brian. Hey, thanks for having us. So, Matt, you're the regional VP of the Central Area for Zinc Food Service Group and Josh Mailing, a territory manager. Boy, impact is right in your all's footprint, right? And serving the uh, the Midwest as a uh, premier food service group for convenience stores, owner operators, and consultants working in the uh, the food service industry. Tell us a little bit about your company and and why you come back to Impact every year. We look at the Impact Show as a as a means to be able to target for uh, a specific segment of our uh, business model, which is uh, convenience stores and that uh, retail segment. We are manufacturer reps or brokers for a wide range of products that are primarily focused for food service, both the equipment, small wares, uh, outdoor furniture, and then, then we have some services that are also relevant to your guys' uh, industry as well for installation and ventilation products as well. So really, if you're outfitting your store at all for food service, this is definitely what you all provide. Is that correct? Yeah, we try to be as much of a one-stop shop for those products that are relevant to that market segment, but we are not transactional to the customers that are actually attending the show. We have to go through some form of a channel partner that uh, would actually buy and resell the equipment. We are facilitators of those products. And Josh, you all have been in business now for 40 years. You, you've been with them all 40 years, right? Is that correct? <laughs> Not quite. So I, I, I've been with Zinc for the last five years. Uh, but yes, we, we've been around for over 40 years. And when our company started, um, we had a couple of brands that we represented. Uh, and we've always been really heavy in refrigeration. But when we started our company, we had a walk-in cooler line. And we had Ardco doors, which was glass merchandising doors. So we've been serving the convenience store and retail segment with merchandising, you know, refrigeration and glass doors for over 40 years. And your all's website, and I know you're based in Columbus, Ohio, right? And the website is Zinc FSG, standing for Food Service Group, right? ZincFSG.com. Yep, that's correct. And we are based in Columbus. Our headquarters is in Columbus. But we have satellite offices all throughout our eight and a half states that we cover. So, and in those satellite offices, uh, we pretty much have a, a test kitchen and or showroom um, in every kind of region as well. So up in Illinois, Wisconsin, we have an office with a nice showroom and kitchen there. We have one in Louisville. We have one in Indy, Columbus, Cleveland, couple in Michigan. Um, so we've got some really good resources throughout our entire territory for customers to come in and actually use some of the equipment and test their products in it as well. So thinking about preparing for Impact 2023, you all have been coming for well over a decade, probably 12 years now as a returning exhibitor. Thank you all for doing that. What do you all 
think about in going through the process of engaging attendees at the show? How can exhibitors create those engaging and interactive spaces? And what does Zinc show in the booth? I mean, I, I remember you all really well known for your green smoothie coffee machine um, that draws people in every year. How do you go about coming up with that strategy? Yeah, we, we do have uh, some unique products to the marketplace and some of those unique products when operational do uh, lend themselves to attract people to our booth and uh, you know, the exhibiting and, uh, and, and doing trade shows. And, and we do quite a few of them uh, throughout the course of the year, but there's always a cost in so- associated with those uh, with those venues. So if we're uh, we're in for a dime, we're in for a dollar for all that stuff. So uh, we kind of got to carve out a little piece of the pie for each one of these companies to have some kind of representation in there. And uh, we obviously don't want to do that in some cramped or crowded little space. So we try to spread out a little bit and uh, and proceed accordingly. But well, I know we've got another big fan of the smoothie machine on the line with us today, and that's Adam Stinnett, our marketing manager. <laughs> Adam, uh, I know you you searched for that when we went yeah. back to Impact this year, right? <laughs> yeah, that's correct, Brian. Impact 2021 was my first impact, and I came across that green smoothie machine kind of towards the end of the show. And so when we got to Indy for 2022, I was definitely on the lookout for you guys, and you just so happened to be right behind our state association booth. So it made it even better for me. <laughs> But what I'm kind of curious about in terms of an exhibitor's perspective is how does impact help you all either create new relationships or strengthen the ones you already have? Great questions. I think we look at the show kind of multifaceted. We, uh, we're obviously there to, to generate leads and opportunities for our factories and ourselves uh, for a, a wide range of products and everything. But uh, And that's just from a the traffic and everything at the show, but networking and uh, and generating relationships at some of the events that surround the actual exhibit hours themselves are always impactful. And yeah, we, we try to participate in that. We are not the largest company out there, so we don't have the these outlandish budgets that afford us to do some sponsorships and things like that, but we try to be as, uh, as prudent as we possibly can and Get the, get the biggest exposure where it, where it makes sense for us. Hey, you're memorable by both of us independently. We both said, you know, when we were talking about who should we interview next, and he goes, I think we ought to talk to, to Zinc. They have that really cool smoothie machine. I'm like, yeah, I got a great giveaway from them. That was really you guys, cool. You guys keep bringing that up, so I got to make a plug on behalf of that Fresh Blends unit that's uh, from one of our manufacturers, Multiplex, which is a, uh, a well-built company. So one of the things we changed this year, uh, and we're bringing it back, is the show floor hours from last year, from 10.30 to 3.30 on day one, and then from 11 to 2 on day two. What are your all's thoughts about those show floor hours? How did that work for you? Backtracking a little bit, I did like the format um, where we were doing the uh, the keynote speakers or the, the guest lunch guys and everything uh, for that, but it was also a... Uh, a mad dash to being ready and uh, and ready to go by kickoff time, so to speak, or whatever. And then we were going till you know right at that five o'clock hour, where uh, like I said, we like to get into the networking events and everything as well. And by doing that, it kind of rushed us into getting some things uh, finished up and done and out the door there. So I, I I actually like both formats, so I'm not 
opposed to either one of them or anything, but we just kind of roll with the flow of it. But I like the 3, 3.30 shutoff time or whatever on day one. It just gives us a time to catch up for the day and still get involved with some of the other activities. Yeah, from a, from a vendor standpoint, the 3.30 ending is great because, you know, like we just discussed a little bit ago, you know, part of this is all networking too, right? So when the show's done, when the events are done for the day, uh, we want to get to whatever the evening's activities are going to be. So to have a little bit of time in there to, you know, come up for air, catch up on a couple emails, you know, line a couple things up, you know, business-wise that have been happening that day, and then and then get into, you know, some fun activities in the evening, That that's a huge benefit. So. Well, and it did give us more hours on the show floor for our exhibitors, which we know is important both to exhibitors and attendees. It's the networking is the number one thing, the, mm-hmm. the benefit of impact. And so giving people that option uh, to have that extra time and then the brand meetings following at 3.30 lets exhibitors kind of decompress for an hour, you know, shut their shut their setup down and respond to some emails, and then it's on for uh, fun that evening. So I do think it worked out well. That there's there's extreme value to that from our perspective. So what size booth does Zinc typically go with? I mean, I know every exhibitor is trying to make the most of their booth space, regardless of the size. What do you all typically do and uh, when you approach that strategy? Great question. I'm not sure uh, that we've been consistent and had the same same footprint or the same booth every time. But I know back in the original participation with the the impact show we were in a just a little 10 by 10 or 10 by 20 booth and uh we now work in the realm of a 20 by 20 or a 25 by 25 island booth so we kind of get a presence from all four different directions now well that's fantastic and thank you for growing your presence at the show i mean it does make a significant difference when you move up from the 10 by 20 uh, to that 20 by 20 island or, or larger because you get that traffic from all four sides and you get that exposure where you can see people. Those entry points to your booth are always really important to have those touch points to draw people in. Yes, we, and we've, we, we really have over the last few years and all of our shows kind of taken that approach where larger footprint, bring in more equipment and open it up to get people in the booth, right? Like we don't want people just walking up and down the aisles, stopping and looking like we want you to come into our booth, right? See, see our equipment, touch and feel it, you know, make a smoothie out of the smoothie machine, um, not just have it there stagnant. So we, we try to get people into the booth and make it as interactive as we possibly can. So talking about the other trade shows you guys will be exhibiting at between now and April, when you look at the trade show landscape, there are larger shows out there than Impact, but we feel that we do a great job of building a a place for our exhibitors and attendees to strengthen those relationships and create new ones. When you guys are looking at the exhibiting process, do you prefer the larger shows that have more attendees or do you do you like the smaller, more intimate shows like Impact? I think you said the the magic word right there. Impact is is a is a regional show, but it does have some some meat behind it in the number of attendees. But you use the word intimate, and I think that is uh, very relevant there in that regard. That we do have a lot of opportunities with getting to customers that at, at that smaller level because of the uh, the size of the show relative to some of these larger shows where some of these potential customers would get 
you know, basically dragged a million different directions uh, mm-hmm. because of the just the scope and the size of these things. And, and we we really like that specifically because our our segment is uh, although we do touch very heavily in that retail and convenience store world, obviously, but it's still kind of a niche category for that group, right? So we're not a oil distributor, a tank guy, uh, you know, gas pumps and all, you know, that, that we're, we're kind of a niche focus for some of these operators. So we, we love to have more quality time with the operators that are, you know, food service and retail display focus for sure. So just kind of in wrapping up, what uh, what can you guys provide by way of a sneak peek on Zinc's Impact 2023 exhibit plans? Uh, what, are, what are you guys thinking about for next April? Well, I wish I could uh, put a crystal ball in front of me right now and tell you exactly what we're doing. Uh, I'm sure Adam's going to get a, a taste of his smoothies that, that he's had the last couple <laughs> of years and... Uh, and it also depends on where we are with some of our manufacturers and what they're able to uh, to participate and contribute with for our for our booth as well. But should see some cooking and some uh, some beverage uh, equipment there. And we also are big on uh, on a couple of initiatives with outdoor seating, which has become uh, very very popular in in that C store arena, and um, lots of different venues and options for that as well. So all that stuff takes a lot of footprint too, by the way. So oh, yeah. that, we think we got a big space until we start filling it up very, very quickly. Shelving and display. I think, you know, we'll, we'll have a good amount of that there as well. Gravity flow shelving for, you know, behind your glass doors, but, but I, I'm just reading between the lines here, Brian. And yes, the smoothie machine will be back. Like Matt said, so that's <laughs> sure that was the real question. It'll be there. Uh, and, and then we'll probably have, you know, as Matt kind of alluded to, we've got uh, between now and April, there's a couple of major national um, shows that all of our manufacturers participate in. And that's typically when, where they will launch some new products. So we'll probably have some new products um, in there as well that, you know, probably focused on um, some some labor saving initiatives, whether it's high speed cooking and uh, or display and merchandising, that kind of stuff. Well, uh, we appreciate having you all there. And we know, and I, and I know you know, the value of that time, that uh, that time that you get that one-on-one conversation, uh, that you can get that customer interaction, the questions, the chance to sample product, uh, ask about the fixture or the new trend that's coming up. So mm-hmm. innovation is always on display at Impact. And we definitely are about our exhibitors and featuring them throughout the show. So we appreciate you as a longtime exhibitor and appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for answering our questions and giving us some insight for what's to come for Zinc Food Service Group. Website is ZincFSG.com. And you will see them this April uh, 4th through 6th for Impact 2023 in Indianapolis. And just remember, you can go get information on the show at www.m-pack.org. We are certainly excited for exhibitors right now is the time we're taking exhibitor registrations for their booth placement. So if you're interested in exhibiting, check out our website and download the exhibitor prospectus and exhibitor information about registering your booth for Impact 2023. Matt, Josh, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate your long time. Uh, participation, and and we're going to look forward to seeing you this April. Thank you. Much appreciated. 
You've been listening to Impact Bound, the podcast for Impact 2023. Visit us online at www.m-pact.org. Impact details and sponsorship opportunities can be found at m-pact.org.